Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It is our great joy to bring you the Word of God so that you can hear it and you can apply it to your life so that you will continue to grow and be faithful in the things of God. As you listen to this message today, ask the Lord to just lead you and guide you and help you so that He can use your life to make a difference in the people that you come in contact with every day. This is our day and this is our hour to be the light of the world so that God can make a difference. At the end of today's message, we're going to give you more information on how to connect with us online and or in person. We'd love to connect with you and help you to grow in the things of God. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. He's looking for a church that's not shrinking back. He's looking for a church that's not compromising the gospel. But he's looking for one that's going to take up the task, take up the torch and say, God, I'll run for you. He's looking for a church that's going to go into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come. Yes, he wants you to get out. I believe, you know, going through the pandemic, it was something that God says, you know, well, let me use this pandemic I'm gonna close down every church they come in the church and we're gonna have good service we're gonna we're gonna praise the Lord we're gonna shout in the full walls of the church but when he closed the church down he said they're gonna have to figure out how to keep on worshiping me they're gonna have to figure out how to keep on having church so what some people did they gathered their little friends people they weren't even talking to gathered them and say come on baby let's have church let's have bible study and so what God is saying listen the time is now for the church church to be the church to go out and do what God has expected of us he expects us to go and to not be afraid he expects for us to be a church that's not grappling around in darkness and saying I don't know what's happening in the world he don't expect for us to retreat and go behind closed doors and close them up and say, you know what? I ain't coming out because I'm too afraid now. But he expects a church that is full of the power of God. One that's not intimidated or fearful, but will look out and say, man, this is harvest season now. They'll look out and say, you know what? The Bible says that the harvest is ripe, but it says that the labors are free. Pray to the Lord of the harvest, but I'm going to step in. God, here am I. I'm a harvester. It's time to tell your family members about Jesus Christ. It's time to tell everybody. It's time to sound the alarm. Time for us to sound the alarm. Church, we're living in the last days and time is is near. We have a, a window of opportunity to do the work. Let's not let the window close on us. We must be quick to carry out the task that is assigned to us. See, the task is assigned by God and God alone. You know, I know what the word says. It says this, Pastor, she said, the night is coming. And then no one can work. 
So that tells me that we have the opportune time right now to do the work of the ministry and see what the enemy is using for evil. God in this season is getting ready to turn it around for the good. Amen. He's getting ready to see people come to know Jesus Christ in droves. There is a world that's out there and they're dying. There's a world that's looking for Christ. They're looking for the answer. They're looking for truth. And we have to be truth bearers. We have to stand up and say, this is right and this is wrong. Come and see. We have to decide, church, that in this season, that we're not going to give up. We got to decide that, hey, I'm going to take up my, my torch. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to take up the assignment. Uh, I'm going to stop being busy doing my own thing. Uh, oh, yes, because he says that the time is near. I'm going to stop being busy building my own kingdom. And I'm going to decide that I'm going to build the kingdom of God. God, I am willing. I'm reminded of something that Isaiah said. Isaiah said, I heard the Lord's voice saying, who shall I send? And who will go for us? And then Isaiah said, I said, here am I, Lord, send me. (laughs) See, God's looking for some people to say, here am I, Lord, send me. He's looking for a church that's determined they ain't going to stop preaching. They're not going to stop meeting together. They're not going to stop teaching. They're not going to stop meeting others' needs. He's looking for a church that says, God, we're on assignment and then we're going to finish the assignment. We're not going to give up until you open the pearly gates of heaven and call us all in. Church, we're on assignment. Here's the good news. See, even in the passage of scripture, he gives us a promise and the promise we can hold on to. I want you to understand if God is for us, who can be against us during this time? Oh, yes, Pastor Jerry and I, we were in a meeting this week and we were uh, in a meeting with pastors in in Austin. It was a very good meeting. It was very informative. And... um. You know, it was more political and they were more right wing and, and it was good. I learned a lot of things. But what I come to grieve my heart is, I said, God, the Republicans need you. And I said, God, the Democrats need you. We all messed up. We all got kind of issues in our life. We got all kinds of stuff going on, God. God, we need you. And if the church don't stand up and begin to declare God, she said, if my people who I have called by my name, He didn't say he called you by the name of a Republican. He didn't say he called you by the name of a Democrat. But he says, if you are called by my name. (laughs) He said, if you begin to humble yourself, church, turn from your wicked ways. Then he says, we going to hear from heaven. But it's got to be a church that's willing to stand up for the word of God and will not compromise his gospel. See, I'm not worried about making you feel good this morning. (laughs) I'm going to stay with the word of God. I don't care what your political affiliation is. is, But all I know that we all need him. (laughs) 
We can't do it without him. We need him in our lives. And if we go move America back to the place where she once stood, it's going to take a church that is on fire for God. And we got to recognize regardless of how the enemy comes and attacks us that we read the end of the book, y'all. Come on now. Why y'all sitting there crying? Why you sitting there weeping? Why you sitting there frustrated in sorrow? We read the end of the book. And at the end of the book, he says, we win. We know we got to we gonna win in this race. All he's saying is, I just need a few people that's willing to say, I'll go, God. I'll come. Yes, Lord, I'll tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Yes, God, I'll stand in the gap. Yes, God, I'll be the righteousness in the earth. That's what he's looking for. He's really saying to us, minister to those that are broken. Minister to those that are hurting. Go out and begin to make disciples. Teach them. The word of God. See, church, let me say something. If we don't stand up and begin to teach our children the word of God, guess what's going to happen? You're going to keep on whining and complaining that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. It's our responsibility to teach truths to our children. To give them a biblical foundation. You cannot send them to school and expect them to have a biblical foundation if you're not teaching them at home. Amen. You can't expect them to change. See, you bring your kids in here on Sunday and you say, well, Pastor, well, y'all going to give them some Bible study? Yes, we are. But we need you to back us up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We need you to show up. We need you to walk in righteousness and purity in your household. See, I don't need you giving them mixed messages during the week. And you wonder why they walk away from Christ when they leave the church. The reason why they walk away because they don't have no firm foundation. They don't understand who they are in him. It's our responsibility to make disciples. Start in your own house. (laughs) See, when Jesus says go, what he means is we cannot stay. He means that he's sending us out on a mission to do the assignment. So church, we can't stay here. My prayer for you this morning that God will make you so uncomfortable. Make you uncomfortable in your contentment because you're not doing what he's called you to do. See, it would be evident if we were all on one accord and doing what God has called us to do. We wouldn't have room enough to hold the people in this house. So I can see that we have not been on mission. We have not been on assignment. I want to go back to the last part of the verse in Matthew chapter 28. And he says, surely I am with you always. To the ends of the ages. What is he saying? He listen. He says, listen, whatever you go through, I, I, I need you to have the mindset and understand that I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're in the valley, I'm with you. When you're on the mountaintop, I'm with you. When you're facing persecution, I'm with you. See, we hadn't faced no religious persecution in America. You got people in other nations where they cannot preach the gospel openly. 
but they have grabbed a hold to God's word. And they said, we're going to preach it if we got to be an underground church. We're going to preach it if we got to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and don't nobody know. And we go underground and we start having church, you know. And then the church, and when they do that, the church will begin to expand and the church will grow. Because they know that God is with them. He's not going to leave them, nor is he going to forsake them in the midst of their assignment. So church, God is saying the same thing to us. He is with us even to the ends of the earth. Just step out out. Just step out and say, God, I'm willing. Come on, stand to your feet this morning. My question to you this morning, who's willing? Who's willing? Who's willing to go? If you're in the room this morning, you say, well, Pastor Jackie, I've heard the word of God and I'll go. I'll go, Lord, send me. If that's you this morning and you have, I I need you to hear me and to hear me out. I don't need you to be moved by emotion, but I need you to be moved by conviction. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.